Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and... Professor T. Love. And today we are going to talk about sexual harassment, and we can also include sexual assault, and how it affects a person, a relationship, and the issues that you also can have at a job. The reason why I'm bringing up this conversation, what we're talking about is the, the most recent events that happened with government of Como. Like that was just, uh, I don't know if it was totally a surprise, but I didn't expect it to be to the point where he was being pushed out of office, especially when we had another political leader, Trump, who clearly was being accused of sexual harassment. That's and right. nothing was happened done. to him. He was actually recording which was phenomenal. Right. I thought he would be impeached and he would be removed or, or whatever it was at the time. I can't remember if he was already in office. But, you know, he had literally 26 women that came forward that said, or it was about 26, you know, there's different um, news that say it goes from 19 to 26. The whole point is it's over 10. Okay? Right. That's the point. <laughs> okay? It doesn't matter. The point is those were 19 to 26 women that were strong enough, brave enough to come forward and deal with the possible ramifications with that. Now, these are the women that we know of, okay, that we publicly know of, as compared to the women that he probably did harass and that hit. But Governor Cuomo, they, you know, or the ex-Governor Cuomo or the ex-Governor, is being pushed out or he has now officially resigned because of these harassment charges that are being placed on him and they have a very strong uh, very strong tenant uh, uh, no attorney general I apologize Letitia James Letitia James yes has Letitia gone James. She's very yeah Letitia I apologize Letitia mm-hmm. James she's very powerful very on point they really got a strong person to go after him. But I don't understand why the same uh, intensity was not used for Trump. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? Well, Zila? you know, um, they, they said if, um, there's an article um, in mm-hmm. Salon that was comparing Cuomo's fall um, after the allegations allegations of sexual harassment mm-hmm. and assault is reminiscent I don't know if people remember the senator Al Franken who was the former comedian on Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live um, he resigned from the US Senate and mm-hmm. Al Franken um, faced allegations that he had forcibly kissed and groped several women he was never accused of sexual assault but Less than a month after the first sexual harassment allegation was made against him in 2017, he announced that he would resign. Okay? So, um, the difference, I think, is that Democrats... See, the Republicans, that's like a a badge of, of, you know, they they accept sexual harassment in that party. I'm, I'm just saying it. Okay, Democrats eat their own. Okay, so the difference is is that Republicans they don't eat 
their own candidates. And now, as disgusting as that sounds, in terms yeah, of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in regards to <laughs> sexual harassment, because I feel there has to be some lines you don't cross. But re- seems like Republicans unify around their um, party members when it comes to sexual harassment. But Democrats, they don't. Um, you know, it's it, in fact, Salon said it's more accurate to say that Democratic men, when they are caught being disgusting, at least they have the sense to apologize and resign their positions. Republican men don't, right? So remember mm-hmm. Elliot, Elliot Spitzer, right? You know, mm-hmm. now mind you, Elliot Spitzer did not sexually harass anybody. He was a customer of sex, meaning he was a frequent customer of a high-priced prostitution ring. But yet and still, he had to step down. Uh, Member Eric Schneiderman, the attorney general before Letitia James, right? In fact, Mm -hmm. that's who Letitia James replaced, right? Mm -hmm. Another one, incredibly, they said, disgusting, New York political figure who resigned from office in 2018 after the New Yorker, you know, the New Yorker is a high-profile magazine that reports scandals, reported that four women accused him of physical abuse during sex, right? They said, the women said Schneiderman liked to choke the women, you understand? And he will either choke, hit, or slap them without their consent. But yet and still, he stepped down, right? But the Republicans are not known for having a problem with men in their party when they are charged with sexual harassment and assault. That is like a badge of honor. What do you think? Well, definitely. I, I think it's definitely a badge of honor, but I think the Republican Party does not condemn anyone who looks like them. Yeah. And I'm going to put that out there. They do not condemn any bad behavior of any white Anglo-Saxon male. They're not going to condemn the behavior. Right. Especially within their party. They come up with excuses. They'll do everything. They'll give them a slap on the wrist. It'll be a public scandal. You know, it'll be in the paper. But then eventually it just uh, trickles off. And we don't hear anything about it. Because Trump going through all the things that he did... You know, he should have been removed. Anybody else would have been removed. I even remember, you know, the Bill Clinton situation. That was, right. you know, uh, you know, he was very close to being impeached, but he had a very powerful wife. Yeah. Who wasn't having that. That's right. That kept him in office. You know, he got to finish out his term. And mm-hmm. kept him in check. Okay. Because well, she, she was a cleanup crew. She was right. a cleanup crew. She knew about her husband because he had been doing this before he became president. In Arkansas, they said he was known for being that type of dude as well. Mm-hmm. He had numerous, I'm sure, he has had numerous affairs on his wife, on, on Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be an understanding between mm-hmm. the two of them. Right. So, you know, it's not, that is not an uncommon thing. Right. You know, a lot of times, I mean, that's what marriages are about. You understand your partner and that's your ride and die. You work through it and 
you know, so long as each party or each person is getting what they need, they're, you know, it, it's it's going to stay there and it's going to stay solid. You know, it's however you want to look at it, you know, we can say whatever we want about them, but she was his, she's his ride and die, he's her ride and die. You know, they could live the basic separate lives. They probably, they could have been living them for years, but the point is, her, her power, her political power, her her knowledge about the law and everything, mm-hmm. she did what she had to do to make sure that they were not discredited or disgraced his legacy of being the president. Like, that was just a little smear on it, mm-hmm. you know? And the, the young lady who was at the heart of it, well, she became, you know, famous too because, you know, the dress had jizzle on it and it was in the Smithsonian, I think. They put it up, oh, you know, I don't know who does why? that, but that's another story. Yeah, well, that's what happened. So my whole point is, because <laughs> we were going to say about the weird things that people do and how they can get away with bad behavior. And the, the issue of so, sexual harassment or sexual assault can or the act of it can really be detrimental to someone's service okay it not only affects the person who is in on that or on the receiving end but Mm -hmm. all the relationships that are around them Mm -hmm. okay they you know they may get to a point of distrust you know it is psychologically traumatizing to many of these of recipients of this act and that also includes men you know um it is reported that one out of every five complaints of sexual harassment is by a man now some people could probably list that listen and say oh why would he you know why wouldn't he want the advance maybe you're just not interested in the person right you know maybe you just want to come to work and do your job and go home hello not (laughs) you know exactly hello (laughs) <laughs> you, you want to come home and do your job and that's it mm-hmm. or go to work and do your job you don't want to be uh, objectified and have to come you know submit to the whims of someone else because remember any sexual any any act in which you are being told them what to do or you're being forced you're now in a you you've now submitted to that person mm-hmm. you submitted to their will their desire and that can come at any time right you know and you can't say no and this mm-hmm. is probably a lot of what these women experience with with these powerful men for example now, i don't know if pomo is innocent or guilty i'm not even going to touch that right you know but right now there's no blatant recording saying grab him by the well grab him but and whatever the story is, yeah. the, the tension, the tension, and the issues when it's someone is that powerful. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, and and let's be clear, you know, as far as you know, on this broadcast, you know, sexual harassment. And I just got through doing a sexual harassment training. We have to do this every year, you know. Sexual harassment is just not only you grabbing somebody. By, you know, your vagina. You know, it's not only physical. It's what you say. And I think what was in Cuomo's case is what he said to these women. And the inappropriate touching. You are not to be rubbing somebody's back. 
Okay, even though you might not think that that's um, offensive, it is. Because if it makes the person feel uncomfortable, okay, or you said something that made, made it hard for them or made them feel uncomfortable, that is sexual harassment. Okay, um, and Cuomo did not, I don't think, when they look at the actions... I don't think he, he, a lot of the stuff he was saying was, oh, I do this with people all the time. I kiss them on the cheek. And even mm-hmm. though some people might not think that that is harmful, it is harmful to some other people because mm-hmm. for them, it may, it, it's crossing the line. So a lot of sexual harassment is also, um, some of it also can be where you say things, oh, you look really hot in that dress, you know. You don't tell people that. And even though some people say, well, what's the big deal in that? There is a big deal. Depends on who you talk to. Right. You know, and also using the job, meaning like if a person doesn't acquiesce to what um, doesn't acquiesce to what you want them to do um, and you use the job as a whipping post, like threatening their job. Because, you know, they didn't have a drink with you or all this other stuff. No, you can't do that. Okay. There's like a very fine line and you have to be careful and it's not always physical. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we just want to be, want to be very clear about that. Yeah. And I also want to emphasize or point out, um, you mentioned that someone used the term, oh, you look very hot in a dress. A lot of times it is wording. It you know, you can you don't have to use hot because hot like if you if you're saying, Hey, you look hot in that dress you are already letting the person know that it's a sexual thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just say you look nice in the dress. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you look lovely. But hot in, infers something else, meaning more to it behind that. And using that term can make someone feel uncomfortable because they, in their mind, they weren't trying to be sexualized. They weren't trying to be the object of someone's desire. They just mm-hmm. may have wanted to look nice. Right. Okay. As far as the touching or the rubbing on someone's back, um, it's also very important. And see, this is where the complexity comes in. It's also very important to let people know personal space limits. Yes. But a lot of times that's very hard because if, if we just got this job, we just got out of college, we got bills or we got kids at home, we got a family to take care of, I want to move up, I, I have a career path for myself, that rejection of something as simple as touching someone's shoulder or touching their hand or touching their waist or something like that to them to be the end of their financial resources that's how they may see it that's why they don't stop the person and that's where the the complexity comes in you know and depending on the person's cultural background also their uh, personality they they may have been doing that for years 
I mean, if we look at it, even during the presidential election, the campaigning process, I saw I saw thousands of videos of Biden kissing young people, and they didn't want to be kissed. Yes, touching. I heard hair, about that. Yes, hair, you know, they're like, they why were, this old man kissing on me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that was that was implications of things too. You know. What yes. I mean? So the thing is, it's not knowing how to handle it, and you know, what do you? What do you do if you are this person who has bills to pay? You have someone to take care of, an elderly uh, parent, your children. Mm-hmm. You got more that you don't want to lose your job. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose your job. So you endure it. Right. Until you can get out of that position. Right. You know, but there's ways to, you know, work around that work around it I mean you could do some extreme things by telling telling people in the office that you know you have a mental illness and you can't handle people coming in your personal space that's one well way there are some it. people but, I mean, that will let you know that don't come in my without all the mental illness though but don't come into my personal space yeah right well I'm just saying if if you if you want to ensure that because then there's a disability act like there's different ways to handle it and you have to be creative but whatever way you do it you have to make sure that people understand that you know that my this is my personal space and I don't want to cross those lines I don't want right. anything that's controlled but I think you know, if one thing that's important and I'm just going to put that out there because we haven't we've worked in environments where they encourage sexual harassment Okay, mm-hmm. financial services is one. Even IT um, and women face, um, you know, sexual That's harassment, right. especially if you work around a lot of men. Um, and no different politics as well. Um, but I do say, and I want to be very clear, because there are laws, okay, in place in workplaces, and if you feel that someone is violating you. And it doesn't have to be physical. If the, if you feel that you are being violated on any kind of level, you can report that to the EEO. You don't need your supervisor to report that. You can report that yourself. And EEO is federal. Okay? Because these laws are not just state laws. They're federal laws. And you as an individual, whether you're a man, you're a woman... Gay or straight, because sexual harassment can also come from same sex. Also, that's another topic for another day. Okay, mm-hmm. but like I said, if you feel you're being violated, you don't need to. You can talk to your supervisor. However, um, by law, you can go to your EEO officer at your company, and that is in confidence, and you can report your case. Okay, mm-hmm. because by law, supervisors are supposed to document what happened and then mm-hmm. report it to EEO. But if you don't feel you can approach a supervisor, that's why they put the EEO in place. Because some people can't approach their supervisor. You go straight to the, mm-hmm. your EEO. Always find out where your EEO officer is and always know the guidelines for reporting. 
Okay. That's but, that's good information to know because a lot of people don't know that. No, they don't. And and usually male dominated industries usually mm-hmm. have a higher rate of sexual harassment. Yep. And sexual uh, let's also be clear, sexual harassment doesn't always have to be the um objectification of someone right. with you know a, an object of desire. Mm-hmm. Sexual harassment could be, you know, people harassing you about your sexuality. Yes. You know, you're gay, calling right. names, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it is. That's right. Um, and that, if that could also be it too. Mm-hmm. Right. And if and anybody that creates a hostile environment, report it. I'm serious. Because you have to work there every day. You can't keep mm-hmm. changing jobs because people don't know the law. But you should know the law. And if anyone makes it uncomfortable uncomfortable for you to be there, report it. Yes, it's, it's very important for you to do that. But the biggest thing is outside of your job, find someone who you trust that you can talk to and work through those feelings and emotions and also come up with a plan in the event that even after you report it the situation is more than you can bear so sometimes you can report things and then get other forms of harassment right and you don't want to just leave a job you know, out of frustration, you just mm-hmm. go in the office, somebody says something, you just say, oh, screw you and quit. Mm-hmm. Try to have some kind of backup plan. Try to formulate, okay, well, I'm going to start sending out my resume. You know, something as simple as sending out your resume. Get other opportunities on your plate or op- look for other avenues in the event that this path in which you want to go is not the path that you need to walk down mm-hmm. it's okay with that don't don't feel that you're stuck there because a lot like I said a lot of the reasons why people don't um, report these things or are hesitant or you know really fall victim to it is because they don't think they have any other options right you know and the the psychological and also, this can also take a physical toll on you. Because a lot of times when things are stuck in our brain and we, we are feeling under pressure, these manifest into physical ailments. The psychological, the psychological um, trauma that we experience can turn into a physical ailment and other mental illness like depression, anxiety, you know, you can get ulcers. That's right. You could get a high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, you may never had the high blood pressure before, but you got high blood pressure now. Right. You got depression. Depressed. You know, um, compulsive eating. It can it can turn into a lot of different things. That's why it's so important, you know, to talk to someone, yeah. someone you trust. Right. You know, if you have a, you know, you know, you got online therapy. And counseling, that's what I'm doing now. That's my uh, quick plug, but we'll talk about that later. The whole point is you can contact someone who is going to be objective. Don't t- don't talk to your, your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend who ain't got no job. And they up there tell you, girl, this boy, just deal with it. You know, that's what happens when you look good. You know, they could 
you know, unknowingly try to lessen your your feelings and emotions about it. They may not that that may not be their intention, but maybe they just don't know how to handle it. You you know, I'm looking at these allegations against mm-hmm. Trump, and this guy was a straight dog, you know. <laughs> Um, for real. Why don't you say how you really feel? <laughs> yeah, he was a straight dog. You know, he's had numerous affairs, but he's also, um, during, you know, he paid off women to keep their mouths quiet. And you mentioned something about, you know, um, you know where, you know, these women, even though the women, especially like I was, um, the thing about Stormy Daniels. Her story was mm-hmm. interesting because, you know, Trump paid to have sex with her. But <clears throat> I think things took a turn, you know, when she started speaking out. And, you know, I think Trump did have some of these women sign non-disclosure agreements not to talk about anything. You know what I'm saying? Um, but when you look at the list of things that Trump has done to women, including his wife, Okay, because, um, you know, they was talking about a divorce filing from his first wife. And, you know, there was a charge of forcibly raping her, you know, and then she had to change because she was getting a divorce. She had to change, you know, she couldn't say forcible rape. You know what I'm saying? Because this involves money. You know what I'm saying? And what ends up happening is that these women, they get. The men don't get compromised. The women get compromised. You know, mm-hmm. the one that he talked about, he grabbed her vagina. One of the young ladies in the 90s. He put his hand up her skirt. You understand? And he did this again to a makeup artist. So Trump is notorious. He is known for sexually harassing and violating women. But mm-hmm. in the Republican Party, they don't have a problem with that. I'm not going to say all of them don't have a problem, but a good majority of them, they know this guy has done insurmountable things to women. And um, if I was to read to you the list of things that's listed in this article, you'd be like, yo, why is he in office? He should have been charged for, actually, he could have been charged for rape. And that's a serious offense. He is beyond the touching and the groping in some of these allegations. But I'm just saying that I find it interesting. The Democrats, you know, not saying their behavior is any different because Eric Schneiderman, you know, the women said he forced himself on them. Okay. But the difference Mm -hmm. is, the only difference is that they've resigned. Whereas the Republican leaders will continue to be in your face, even though they violated many women. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, yeah, that that's definitely true. Um, that's what you know. As we were saying earlier, this is what they're known for: white Anglo-Saxon males are going to protect themselves, mm-hmm. and when they are basically chauvinist or have certain I, ideals on how life should be, women should be, men should be, children should be. You know, there is really no limit because it's going to stick um, stick together. I mean, we could see that with what happened at the Capitol. Right. 
That's right. The Good example. <laughs> I mean, Good example. you know, you, you can also look at what happened, you know, with the young man who shot up the people in the church. You know, he, he went to Burger King because they felt he was hungry. You know, a lot of these judges said, oh, well, we understand the pressure. What pressure? What pressure? What pressure? You, you just shot a bunch of innocent people who invited you into the church prior and right. you killed them. Right. Right. But the pressure. So, you know, they, they make excuses for each other. You know, justification, mental, you know, all of a sudden it's a mental illness problem, it's a drug problem, you know, everything. You know, they protect each other. And, and you know what? The more mm-hmm. offensive the charge, the more money they're able to raise. There's a correlation to that. Well, also the more money, but the, all con- the connections. They're yeah. highly connected. You know, even if they don't have the money, they're still connected. Yeah. That young man didn't come for money. No. But yet he was treated with kid gloves. Other, so other, other mass shooters, the same thing. They were they they go in there, and it doesn't matter if they have money, because there there's an old boy network. There's a network that keeps them all out of out of prison or out of you know getting the maximum. They do not receive the same that other minorities would receive. And the effects that happen are detrimental. I mean, that this is this is something through, throughout history. I mean, if you if you really want to go back to it, you, you know, they talk about reparations. You know, you know, black minorities, black people, African Americans are asking for reparations. We need reparations. And everybody doesn't want to talk about it, but they don't want to tell you that the European farmers that were over here, once they lost slaves and lost certain things, they were given reparations for that. That's right. Okay, they were given reparations. Mm-hmm. I think that was so, the um, I forgot what that was the what act that was a homestead act. it was the homestead homestead act, act. okay <laughs> yeah they were given they were given reparation they were given money because they could no longer hold have slaves mm-hmm. so you know they they protect each other and look because they're the ones that are in charge of these laws so it doesn't matter if they have money whoever mm-hmm. because whoever is behind the bench usually looks like them Right, and they're going to get a pass mm-hmm. when they don't look like them. And yeah, you know, I'm gonna say nine times out of ten they won't get a pass. I'm gonna say nine times out of yeah. ten because there's some people who don't look like them who are like them. Right, and you know the scary thing about this is that you know they said Donald Trump has just reported raising a hundred million dollars and is likely to prepare to run for president again in 2024 that his support is currently above 80 percent and republicans i think they believe sexual harassment just like i said sexual harassment assault of women is a sign of strength and manhood and a reason mm-hmm. to vote for a person like donald trump it's it's, it's interesting even the guy in florida He's been accused of sex trafficking because I do feel that some of these men, they like to have sex with teenagers. And we have a big problem here in New York with sex trafficking. There's a lot of sex trafficking going on here in the city where you see, I'm seeing all these young ladies' faces, even boys, 
showing up as missing. And yet and still, you know, people say, oh, it's disgusting, it's this and this. But but when you look at your people in power, behind the scenes, some of them are doing the same thing. You know, they're doing the same thing. And 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 it speaks, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's like, that, to me, that's disgusting. It really is. Because really, Trump shouldn't shouldn't have been in the office. He should have been in jail, to be honest with you. Yeah, but even he said, I think in one of the states, he said, you know, I think someone asked him about that. Like, don't you think, aren't you afraid you're going to get in trouble? He's like, no, I'm not going to get in trouble. And he doesn't. It's understood. They know they're not going to get the same punishment that any other person would, would, would get that does not look like that. And then, and, a, mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. also saying that they think Andrew Cuomo is taking a Trump-like response because I saw something um, the other day and his lawyers, I get the impression they're still trying to discredit these women, what they said. Again, that's the that's the that's the method to use. Mm-hmm. Either you discredit them or you ignore them. Mm-hmm. I mean, what happened with Trump? He had nineteen to twenty women. We hear about them, and then they're gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It, it, but you know, it also goes to show you. But there's also another pattern too. Whoever is doing whatever that goes against the grain of the old boys network mm-hmm. always gets sexual charges against them that bring their downfall. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby is an example. Yep. Who else is an example? Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby, now Cuomo is an example. Mm-hmm. Spencer, was it Spencer? Spencer. He took on, yeah, he took on the old boy network, which was Wall Street. Oh, Look Spencer. 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 Yeah, Spencer. And the okay. thing is, Spencer didn't sexually harass anybody. He paid for sex. But they wanted to bring him down, like you said, because he was going after Wall Street. Right. That's why I said if you go against the old boy network in any form of Wall Street, mm-hmm. you know, the status quo, you're going to be brought down sexually. Mm-hmm. And if they can't get you sexually, they're going to get you on something else mm-hmm. because they're going to keep searching and searching until they find it. And if right. they have to make up stuff, they will make up stuff. Mm-hmm. And because, I mean, because you, you can clearly... You know, you, you, you look at that with the same thing when they had all the sexual harassment in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You right. know, you you know, Cosby went to jail. Right. And, and I just found out recently he had made a deal to make those confessions. Yes, he did. But, he still, but they still he, put him in still, jail. They still, but look at, what is his name, Harvey Weinstein, the, the big producer? Yes. Or the director or something? Yes. You know, he didn't make a deal with anybody. Those women clearly said he was right. Where is he? He's free. We don't hear nothing about him anymore, do we? Well, we he's not. He he's, I don't think he's free. He's he's still under he, lockdown, but he was recently charged. What, he got an ankle bracelet? Yeah, I think he got, I think he does because he, well, actually, he was in jail. Cause he was sick, but he was in jail. But okay, they but, had they had moved him because someone else in Los Angeles had charged mm-hmm. him. With um with sexual abuse, and right. I think the judge uh the judge had thrown it. I think he I think they threw the case out or something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. But my but my point is that Cosby clearly went to jail. Yeah, he did. He was with inmates. That he clearly 
He, he didn't get an ankle bracelet. No, he, he didn't. didn't. And he, you know, he didn't get to go to Club Med. He, right. he did not get, and he's much older than that right. man. That's right. my point. Mm-hmm. And there's my another, there's another charge um, that um, I think they're going to try him again because there's another charge coming up. Who? Um, for yes. There's something else. Yeah, but that's but see, this is what I mean: the mm-hmm. relentless pursuit of him, mm-hmm. and we haven't heard a thing about Weinstein. We haven't even heard who's the guy who got murdered, um, or, or got killed in jail, and he was oh under, Epstein, um, Epstein, Jeffrey okay. Epstein. We, all the people that are connected, we don't hear anything. His girlfriend. Yeah. You know how many very wealthy people were part of that whole to do that well yeah it's just like with the hollywood madam the hollywood madam had a book Mm -hmm. of all her clients and it it still never got revealed who were all her clients okay but we do the the point is we do know some of his clients yes his people Mm -hmm. who were at his personal island yes and we know exactly what was going on and guess what but um um prince andrew is now right. being formally charged by one of the young ladies because because right. c- c- he's not Prince Andrew is not going to escape that he's not going to be able to escape that I think he's actually he may go to trial actually okay but I'm just saying all the right. other people you uh-huh. don't see the Clintons right mm-hmm. somebody got to be the sacrificial lamb right that's true okay the Clintons was there who else was there Trump was there a lot of people was there right. You know, I'm just saying that Cosby, he got it rough. Yeah. You know, and he's an older gentleman. Right. He's an older gentleman. They had no mercy on him. Mm-hmm. But this man, and then the lady who was highly, who was definitely involved in it, she participated in many different forms and fashion. Where, where is she? She's like, she just disappeared into the, the Netherlands. Check this out. Now, this is a CBS News poll. This is from the article... Um, called um, Why Andrew Cuomo is More Vulnerable to Scandal Than Donald Trump Was, right? And they basically said, according to a national December 2019 CBS News poll, 89% of Democrats say sexual harassment and misconduct is a serious problem, including 49% who say the problem is very serious. Now, Compare this to the lower 64% of Republicans who say it is serious, including only 17% who view the problem as very serious. Okay? So only 17% of them out of that group view the problem as very serious. So there's different perceptions on sexual harassment and misconduct. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, definitely. That's why I said it's, it's always going to be a certain perception, and that's why it's very important that the victims or the people who are the targets of this have some kind of game plan and strategy for themselves to protect mm-hmm. themselves, both mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually, mm-hmm. in every possible way. Because that's very, very important. Yeah. Because too many people are they fall victim. Um, 
you know, you fall victim and then you are torn. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're a target. Yeah. You know, you had Anita Hill. Her, her yeah. credibility was, you know, destroyed destroyed behind it. Yeah. You know. And but, you know, the man still became a Supreme Court judge. Mm-hmm. You know, because he had an old boys network. Even though he was white, I mean, even though he was black, he had an old boys network. He fulfilled that philosophy. And he and was so, I felt he was a token mm-hmm. black man. And I think George Bush used him to slap, I feel, the black community in the face. You know what I'm saying? Because really, he shouldn't have been selected. He wasn't, I'm not saying the man is not a smart man, you know. But I, he benefited from that old boy um, white network. He did. Well, of course, that's why I say... It's, it, it, even if the person who is white gets tried and there is someone that does not look like them, there's an 80% chance that they will get the sentence that they deserve, an 80% chance, meaning there's 20% that you may have people like him who think that they are on the same level as, you know, white men. And they think that way. because Well, they, that's Larry they, Elder. He he, I feel yeah, you're right. Larry Elder thinks thinks he is also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's always going to it's always going to be something along those lines. But you know, you you know, all you can do, like I said, if you're you're a victim of it, you can. It is important that you look at what is there for you. What you can do to protect yourself, your family, <clears throat> your family, and make sure that you're okay and you can survive it. If you report it, the reality is a hostile environment can be created. A storm can start, even right. though you had nothing to do with it, even though you were trying to just protect yourself. That that is that is the And it also shows you how much they value women's um, statements. You know, even if a woman a woman is you know violated, they still don't value what she said. Well, why don't we say the victim? The victim, because they right. don't value men men's opinion either. Remember, right. just like they for women, they think women should accept it. They think men should just man up and do it. Right. Mm-hmm. What are you crying for? She's right. giving you free punani. Right. You're getting some free loving. Mm-hmm. Take it. Right. Lay it down. Do what you got to do to handle your business. Stop mm-hmm. crying about it. Right. That's the difference. So either way, the victim, mm-hmm. they don't value. Mm-hmm. And what do you think in regards to women sexually harassing doing a sexual harassment um one that most people don't take it as serious two um you know just like any pedophile they have issues mm-hmm. maybe they can't they can't they're not they're, they're not they can't get who they want the way they want mm-hmm. or how they want so they're going to exercise their power to get someone to be with them that maybe they wouldn't normally get. Right. 
Because I think there was someone that was in um, political office. Um, she was accused of sexual harassment by a young man um, that was working in her um, government office, you know. And um, I think some. I think there was a settlement. They had a. They have reached um, a settlement, you know, in regards to that case. Because he was a young man at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, I think women, if they're accused, you know, if it's gen- generally, uh, if it's a, a real accusation, they need that, you know, they may need some help too. But mm-hmm. if it's not, you know, because remember, some women could be victim too. Right. Being accused that they did something and they didn't, mm-hmm. you know. So either part, you know, a woman that may be in that position, you know, she has to be careful what she does, especially right. the more powerful she is. That's why a lot of powerful women only have certain people around them. You can't come near them. Right. Because, you know, like women, some men don't come for they don't come for, forward either, you know, um, and it's not because they wouldn't be believed, but is. Um, it's like what you said. They're expected to either fight back or be more manly. <laughs> you know? Well, not, not even fight back. Just take it. Go ahead and do it. Knock right. it out the box. What's wrong right. with you? Right. You know, you'll be seen as a wuss. Right. You know, she's giving that to you. Why don't you just take it? What's right. your problem? Mm-hmm. That's right. But we are going to rock this up. I wanted to add on this very interesting and intense conversation and topic that we're talking about that there is so many levels to it, so many levels, and we just really scratch the surface. Right. You know, the abuse of people who are in a position of power and how they um, are, are using that for political clout to get what they want to get what they need Mm -hmm. but I just want to emphasize more and I just want to really focus on the people who are the objects of the abuse the victims the need for them to really prepare themselves because we can't we we always will talk about the person that's in power and you know the abuse you know but they have their mental issues too, their mental health issues. Because why do you need to do that? Right. You know, why do you need to do that? Why do you feel the need that you have to sit up there and go after this person or force them to have um, some kind of sexual connection with you? Why do we have to do that? Mm-hmm. Or why is that being done? And no one ever looks at that. Why do, why do you think it's okay to do that, to make someone a victim? And then the person who's a victim, the psychological effects, because like I was saying earlier, all, all their relationships are affected. You know, there's, there's a, a very powerful documentary that goes on, um, talks about how many black men were sexually assaulted at a very young age, and they were pushed to, you know, not complain about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and it's a lot of men, period, but 
they, this documentary focused on black men and how some of them could be 10 years old and they're having friends, they're having sex with their mother's friend or their mother's cousin or somebody, an older woman, and everybody's like, oh yeah, you know, you 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 did it. You're a man now. You you, you don't got this 35-year-old woman or 20-year-old woman. But the psychological damage that's done to that child, that, that male child, is phenomenal because it kept on in his regular life. Right. He's, he, he or she or the young person can't maintain long-term relationships. They have major trust issues. Right. You know, they, they can develop, like I said, you can develop physical ailments. You can do, develop things that cause you other issues. You can be depressed. You can lash out. You can be develop various mental illness and behaviors that not that would not normally be associated with you because of the trauma that happens to you. And it's the same thing with these people that get harassed by people of power. Or anybody. Right. Especially if it's ongoing and continuing. And that's a good good point because Stormy Daniels says she she suffers from anxiety because she's not you know after dealing with Trump but the after effects because she said he sent his goons after her so they're making it hard for her to make a living so she's trying to make a living in in other ways but she said sometimes she doesn't sleep well Wow. See, but that's what I mean. These are these are the residual effects that no one talks about. Right. You know, her inability to sleep, anxiety. She could even have moments of depression. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, that's right. And this is all of them. She she may, you know, this event and, and other triggers that happen in the back, in the back could have um, contributed to her reasons for not I don't know if she has a steady relationship but if she has trouble if she had trouble I'm not saying the woman does but please don't nobody say I said so. but you know these are the things that, that affect you that's right because not everybody can handle it mentally right and these pet predators don't realize that that's right nor do they care right okay. nor do they care so right. these women these women and men need to even if it's for a short period of time, someone that they can talk to and know that it's not their fault, because it's important that people tell them this is not your fault. You know, and it doesn't. And another thing, and it doesn't even matter what you look like. That's right. People be like, oh, you know, they don't look good. They, I don't right. know why nobody want to harass them. They don't look good. They're mm-hmm. not a good looking person. Right. I'm and like, it's not. And that's the other thing. That's that's. <laughs> See, that's another thing. You know, why would you, you know, I know sometimes we catch ourselves saying stuff. Why would they mess with them? That's not the point. That is not the point. We don't know what attracts other people. But the point of the matter is, if it if it, if it's getting to a point where it's affecting your psyche, then you're going to need to talk to someone legally, like a lawyer. If you're in your office, an EEO officer, and also you may need therapy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. Professor, we're going to start wrapping up. 
Um, tell people where they can reach you. Woo! They can reach me because now I'm proud to say that love, sex, relationships is it has its website. And you nice. can reach me via that website. You can reach me. Um, What's the website address? Me. The website address is www.lovesexrelationships.com. And on there is my email address, the professor at lovesexrelationships.com. You can also text me. You can also book an appointment, you know, so we can have a conversation. I have an initial, uh, the first consultation is free to see what services you may need. Um, I'll also be adding other coaches and therapists uh, um, over time so that, you know, if you just want to have a brief conversation, you can have that. If you want to have long conversations, you can have that too because everyone needs someone to talk to. You can also catch the podcast itself on the website, but also on I'm going to make sure I get this right. Live Live 365, the radio station, A Bowl of Soul, every Wednesday at 10 p.m. with myself and Professor T. Lowe. All right. Did I get that right? <laughs> well, yes. The Bowl of Soul radio network at on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. You can listen to Love, Sex, Relationships with the Professor and myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. You know, so make sure you go to the lovesexrelationships.com. Check out the website. You can also download the podcast um, because this is also a podcast as well. You could download it, take it with you to go on your phone, okay, or whatever listening device that you have. And make sure you tune in to your bowl of soul, a mixed stew of soul music radio network where we got nonstop R&B Classic soul and R&B, new R&B, and some fabulous shows just like Love, Sex, Relationships at 10 p.m. on Wednesdays. So we're going to say good night. Good night. And, or good day, wherever you are in the world, because, you know, we got worldwide listeners. And you're listening to Love, Sex, Relationships with the Professor. Take care. Bye-bye.